everyone. Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're actually going to touch on both of our journey through the Bible readings from Malachi 2 and also from Luke, the Gospel of Luke chapter 6. And so I want to share, uh, first of all, from Malachi, and then let's, let's dig in for a few minutes here, thinking together about uh, what, it, what it looks like to choose to honor the Lord with our, with our lives. So this is Malachi chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Listen, you priests, this command is for you. Listen to me and make up your minds to honor my name, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Or I will bring a terrible curse against you. I will curse even the blessings you receive. Indeed, I have already cursed them because you have not taken my warning to heart. Now, friends, we in this life, we get to choose. We get the choice of whether we will seek to honor God with our lives or we will seek to honor the world and, uh, and the flesh. Our, our lives do, though, our, our lives do have to be about something, and really, and a, and a choice to make our lives about, uh, about nothing of great consequence or purpose is really a choice just to live for the world and, and for the self. Uh, but we do find that our, our hearts will be directed in a certain devotion. There will be a devotion to our hearts. We will have a purpose to, uh, to our lives. And, and that's because we, we were, we know, made for God and we were made to worship. We can see then that we, we will take delight in God. We will be in awe of the goodness of God and we will reflect His glory then uh, or, see, failing that, if we don't find fullness in worshiping God, but instead give our hearts to the world, we, we will worship the world, we'll worship the, f- the, the flesh, we'll worship the self. And, and really, that seems to be what's happening as we're reading in the book of the prophet Malachi, this returning remnant from exile, from exile in Babylon, God had intended for that remnant coming back and being reestablished in Jerusalem and in Israel, God intended for that remnant to be a faithful remnant, to seek after Him, to, to honor Him, to have this relationship with Him. But it's, it's just not proven to be the case that this remnant that was called to come back and to be faithful to God actually is falling back in the same old patterns uh, of sin. We see the priests in this, in this chapter here acting selfishly, uh, teaching the people not, not to follow the Word of God, but actually uh, opening the door and encouraging sin. Uh, we see that, that the men of the people are uh, attracted to this sort of exotic foreign women, and they're leaving their, their wives and their families for these women and taking up not only with the women, um, but also with their false, uh, their false gods. And, and so God issues a stern warning here. And, and you know, th- there are many who will say that there's this great difference between the God of the Old Testament and the God of the New Testament that, oh, they're, they're just, it's almost like a different God that 
in the the Old Testament, God's all warnings and judgment, and then and then you know we get to the New Testament, and and God's all just love and and grace. And what people who say that what they show is that they haven't really read the Bible first of all, and they haven't they haven't dove into the whole counsel of God because if you don't see grace and love in the Old Testament, you're really just not looking. You're not reading it. And on, on the other hand, if you don't see judgment and warning in the New Testament, you're just not reading it and you're just not looking for it. Uh, God is God and He does not change. And He is a God of steadfast love. He's a God of righteousness. He's a God of holiness. He's a God of justice. And we see that God is the same, right? We look at our, our scripture from the Gospel of Luke today, and these warnings here in Luke are very much like the warnings that we see God giving through the prophet Malachi. This is chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. What sorrow awaits you who are rich, for you have your only happiness now. What sorrow awaits you who are fat and prosperous now, for a time of awful hunger awaits you. What sorrow awaits you who laugh now, for your laughing will turn to mourning and sorrow. What sorrow awaits you who are praised by the crowds, for their ancestors also praised the false prophets. Essentially, the Lord is warning us here that we will make a decision about what our lives are about, what we will give our lives to, what we will worship. And clearly in these woes and these warnings, the sorrows here, the, the, this is not just if you have a lot of money, then you're condemned, or, or if you're prosperous, you're condemned, or if you're not hungry, you actually have food to eat that you're condemned, or if you laugh, you're condemned. That's not what these are saying. It's Jesus is saying, if you have given your life for this, if you've given your life for prosperity, for riches, if you've given your, your life for uh, indulgences and, and, and entertainments, and like if that's what your life is about, you need to know, the Lord says, that's all you're getting, right? That's what you want. That's your reward. That's the desire of your heart, and you're going to get it. That in the end, you, you're going to get what you want, but what you need to understand is that, that these things will not last. You want to give your life to that which will last, to that which will actually bring life and blessing, what will fulfill your soul. And so if we back up a bit in, in Luke 6, we see this, God blesses you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. God blesses you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. God blesses you who weep, for in due time you will laugh. Uh, Jesus is not saying that you have to be weeping all the time or you're not going to laugh in the kingdom of God. He's not saying that you have to be destitute in order to have the kingdom of God. This, it seems to me that Jesus is saying that even, even if you know poverty, you need to understand if you, if you have me, God says, you have the kingdom of God, you have eternal riches that nobody in this life can even imagine, right? And he even goes on to say, what blessings await you when people hate you and exclude you and mock you and even and curse you as evil because you follow the Son of Man. And he goes on to talk about our, our great reward in heaven. 
that if we if we give our lives to to the Lord that what we're doing is we're receiving what's really life now in spite of circumstances we're receiving what's really life from him now and we have eternal life with him because he is the desire of our hearts in the end friends we will have the desire of our hearts we can have a life of blessing of anointing of purpose in the Lord even even in, in through grief and poverty and persecution, we can because we belong to the Lord, because we've given our hearts to Him. He is ours. We are His. And, and so um, the calling of God, then, friends, is to make this decision. We can actually decide. I want my life to honor the Lord. I want Him to be the point in my life. I want the reward right now of abundant life in Jesus Christ. And I want that eternal reward. I want more of Him. I want Him forever. He is the treasure. He is the reward. And so I am determined. I am determined to honor Him. And may it be so in Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.